Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Come through. Queen, I wanna see ya come through, Queen. Hi everyone, it's Dan and Brendan, and this is Come, come through, through Queen. Queen. This is episode sixteen. Oh my God, I'm I'm get I'm actually getting married. This week on Come Through Queen, we've got a day of hot topics, honey. Yes, that's right, honey. We've got a lot to talk about. Uh, Nini is a back officially. Officially, <laughs> uh, Kenya's getting married, but maybe out of a job. Jedediah Bia is getting married, <laughs> and we may be the only people on earth who care. And this weekend was Pride in L.A., and we have a lot of questions about whether the Vanderpump Rules kids participated in the resistance. Speaking of Vanderpump Rules, are Katie and Tom getting a divorce? We have a Bubba breakdown. Also, (laughs) attention all Krupa Troopas. Joanna Krupa is joining the cast of Battle of the Network Stars. And is Teresa cheating on Joe? We'll examine the evidence. Also, RuPaul is on the cover of Entertainment Weekly in a pairing alongside Chris and Leah in a panel that we're pretty sure came out of our brains directly. And we've got recaps of our shows, Drag Race and the Real Houses of Potomac and New York City, baby. It's monumental. And as always, we'll have our Freak of the Week and the One True Queen. (laughs) (laughs) That intro was maybe our most unwell to date. And and also completely written by Brendan. I wrote all of Dan's parts to have, like, puns. And the part that he, like, sort of screwed up at the beginning, I wanted him to say... Officially, like Alaska Thunderfuck. I know, I didn't practice it. That's why I screwed it up. <laughs> What's going on? How was your weekend? It was great. I worked. Oh, yeah, you're all day. <laughs> June is Brendan works all week, all night, all day, month. Pride means that I'm. You're proudly working. I'm proudly working. Um, how was yours? Mm, uh, Friday, just stayed home. Saturday, went to a birthday party. No big deal. And that's it. Actually, Friday, I did watch Drag Race with um, one Jamie Missy and a Honey Mustard Girl. Mm-hmm. Um, it's become sort of our Friday night tradition. It's pretty much over now. I know. I, 
Are you even getting together for the reunion thing? We're getting together for the reunion, and mm-hmm. then we're going to do the finale. And then we were talking about... Okay, so Jamie, who we hope to have as a guest soon, yeah. is a new Drag Race person. Yeah. But she's obsessed with the season. So we were thinking that we're going to start her on a scholarship, and we'll still come together on every Friday night. And <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's quite the commitment. I know, but it's, like, so fun. But, like, wouldn't she want to, like, binge watch on a, like, on a rainy Sunday? Maybe, but, like, you have to understand. We, like, make cocktails, we watch the show, then we have beauty hour afterwards, we do some nails and some pheromone highlight, then we'll, like, have a media sesh, and then we'll go home. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Like, what if you guys ever want to do something else on a Friday night? Too bad. This is a family, and we take it seriously. Okay. So, speaking of taking her family seriously, Nini is back to join the Atlanta family. I am sort of surprised. Yeah. Well, we thought she was going to be an FOH again. Mm Mm-hmm. But no, she's got a peach. Yeah, and the reason I'm surprised is because I feel like in her brain, she thinks that she's above this show. Mm Mm-mm. But, like... Honey. Honey. Where's Ryan Murphy? He's not calling anymore. Honey. Yeah, why aren't you in... Versace, why aren't you in Katrina? Why aren't you in... Oh my god, I was like, what the fuck are you talking about? Um, those are the new Ryan Murphy projects coming up. Maybe she'll be on one of them. She still has the Fashion Police gig, but that's once every award show. Yeah. Yeah, Ryan can't forget about Nene. Uh, but I'm, I'm glad she's back. Yeah, she posted the most unwell image to announce. I can't even make... She's like wearing a Sasha Valor crown. And she's wearing like... A blazer without a top underneath. And it's just like open to the public. And then she's like holding, was it like a champagne glass with like a mini peach on top? Like a, a, like a cocktail glass with a stick sticking out of it <laughs> and a peach somehow balancing on top. Like it makes no sense. Like who thought this was a good idea? It's clearly not like Bravo imaging. True. It's like Team Nini came up with this. Love Team Nini. <laughs> um, but let's, why don't we talk about Team Kenya? Okay. Because this is a saga, and Dan's going to break it down for you. Because I, like, don't even think I'm all the way... I don't have my entire head wrapped around it. Yeah, so she's getting married. Well, actually, she got married. (laughs) (laughs) Um, That's kind of, like, an ongoing theme throughout this entire episode. So many people are getting married or possibly getting divorced. Wedding bells and divorce... Bells. Bells (laughs) are in the air. (laughs) Okay. So this comes from... uh, a website like MTO News or something. My favorite. I don't even know. Newspaper. <laughs> MTONews.com. Um, There's some chaos and confusion regarding Kenya Moore's recent wedding. First, the wedding was very much real. The marriage license will hit the net in the next couple of weeks. Oh my god, the net. Second, Kenya Moore is on the warpath after images of her island wedding ended up online. She had no idea the pics would leak so fast. Um... There was an emergency production meeting, and Kenya was phoned in. There was another person phoned in on the conference call, but I can't remember who that person is. It was someone from Bravo. Kenya admitted that she fell in love and didn't want the wedding to be on the show because it would bring toxicity to the union. She also said she didn't want to have her relationship associated with Real Houses of Atlanta in any way, which is why she got married outside of taping. Mm -hmm. So for now, Kenya will be filming, but her official storyline for season 10 was supposed to be her made-for-TV feud with Kim Zolciak and her picking up the pieces of her life now that she was moved on from Matt Jordan. 
Can You Getting Married complicated things for production because they were actually in talks with Matt to have a closure scene, which Kenya wasn't going to be a part of. Uh, so, yeah, Kenya's status is now up in the air because of her antics of, like, doing this... Getting a secret wedding. A secret wedding off camera. Interesting. Can't they, like, pull together some footage like they did for Lou? I know, I'm sure someone had, like, their camera out filming this. Um, we'll talk more about the, <clears throat> about the Lou thing, because I found that entire thing so fascinating. Yeah. But, um... Bravo was doing, like, pretty heavy Kenya wedding promo, like, as I was leaving work today, like, on Twitter, like, on BravoTV.com. So it looks like they're, like, moving forward with her. The headline of this story that you read made it seem like she was being considered to, like, get the axe. Well, so Kenya also officially commented to People magazine. She said, I'm just ecstatic. This man is the love of my life, and I'm so happy to begin our lives together as husband and wife. None of this makes any sense. Like, where does this man come from? (laughs) (laughs) What planet? Who? We still don't know who this man is. Do we? I don't think so. Okay. There's not, like, a picture of the two of them together. She's just, like, posting from... I mean, there's a picture of the two of them, like, from a far, grainy... Someone should go over to Moore Manor. Knock on that door. But no, don't. She's got the gun, remember? She has the gun. She will shoot you. Oh, my God. Um, Yeah. So, it'll be interesting to see how they... They work around this. It's going to be interesting to see a few things. Is it going to be a Nini Kim alliance against Kenya? Where did Kenya and Nini leave off? I feel like they were friends because Nini wasn't friends with Portia and Phaedra. Okay. Remember, like Kenya was at like an event being photographed with like Nini, Sheree, and Candy. I want to say. So maybe like Nini. And Nini's friends with Kim? But I think... But I feel like Nini might flip on Kenya so fast. Oh, yeah. Totally. I wonder how soon they'll bring them in. Like, it seems like contracts are signed, so, like... Yeah, they're ready to go. (sighs) But Kim is still an F-O-H, I think. Is Nini a peach holder? I mean, that cocktail with a peach floating on top of it made it seem like it. True. When do they film, usually? I don't know, but I feel like... No, but I feel like contracts, like, when contracts are signed, that means, like, filming's beginning next week. Right. Because we know from New York in years <laughs> past, like, contracts were signed during filming. Mm-hmm. Like, that's why we got the weird Sonia and Luann thing where they were yeah. living in the house together. <laughs> uh, so, more marriage news. Okay. So, this week on The View, on Monday, Jedediah Bia... <laughs> Our favorite conservative co-host announced that she's getting married. She's getting married. She's getting married. <laughs> she did it in like the weirdest uh, way. She was like, "Does the audience notice something different about me?" Or and she like held up her yeah, hands. Everyone like cheered. Um, Sunny's so happy. And you pointed out that this past Friday, Sunny was pressuring Jed to tie the knot. Yeah. Um. I like this news because I love in the Joy Bears, the best part of the View group, it's become a Jedediah Bia is horrible group. And I like defending Jed because Mm -hmm. she is the second best conservative to ever be on that show. Okay. After Lizzie Mm -hmm. H. Uh, My other favorite part of this whole story was 
how Whoopi could not give a shit. I know. She what, did not She was care. being so mean, actually. <laughs> like, barely said congratulations. She's like, I guess if you want to get married. I love it. <laughs> like, Jed and Sonny haven't really been able to, like, get Whoopi to warm up to them. Sonny more, but, like, Jed, like, not no. at all. Yeah. But Joy seems to like Jed a little bit, but she does like to get a dig in there. Yeah. They like to spar. Yeah, I love sparring. <laughs> um, so con- congratulations, Jed. Yeah, send us an invite. <gasps> I would kill myself. <laughs> if you went to Jed and I be his wedding? Yeah. I'm gonna go. Okay. Cool. Uh, LA Pride was this past weekend. So LA Pride was this past weekend, and Pride this year rebranded. LA Pride. LA Pride rebranded and it was the Resist March. And my literal first question in my brain. Once you heard this news. Once you heard the news was, how is Vanderpump Rules (laughs) going to tackle this? this? Because every year since season one, they've had a Pride episode. Usually it's about like them putting together a float for Sir and or Pump. And like the kids are trying to get drunk. Yeah. They're secretly trying to get drunk. There's always a weird outfit involved. Last year was, like, right after the Pulse shooting. Yeah. So it was, like, a whole thing. That was, Last year's episode about the Pulse shooting was, like, sort of our segue as a reality TV watching people into, mm-hmm. like, now we're tackling current events a lot more. Yeah. So On Bravo. On Bravo. So I'm really super curious to see how they cover this because it's not like just all glitz and glam and like confetti and floats. Yeah. I mean, they all were dressed up for it. Mm-hmm. According to like the photos that have surfaced. Mm-hmm. It seems like they were also working. So I think an event was still being thrown at Sir. Yeah. I think that's what was sort of happening. Like there was the resist March, but like all of the other pride events that happened still happened. Still happened. Yeah. I um, think you could do both. I think that, Ariana is going to get out there marching. Yeah, this was your fan fiction. And I think, I, I quote me now, someone write down a note, Brendan said this, it's going to be all about like how she's like such an ally, or does she even identify as part of the community? Like, I'm sure she identifies as like something. Queer. <laughs> like queer. Um, it's going to be all about her and her like going to the resist march and like yada 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 maybe bumping heads with uh britney oh no but like i feel like britney wants to be an ally yeah so we'll see speaking of ariana apparently she like cut her hair in a short little bob and my sister says she wants to do that after she graduates college next year like my sister loves ariana a haircut, like, anticipation a year ahead of time? I know. I couldn't wrap myself my head around there, this. Is it, like, there's, like, photos coming up that she wants to have the long hair for? <clears throat> no, well, she's like, well, I chopped my hair off right before college started, and now it's long, so I want to, like, let it be long for a while. But after college, like, I want a fresh start. I think that's the concept. Oh, my God. My sister cut her hair, like, not recently, but I feel like around, like, when Bethany did it. Mm, oh, yeah. And it looks great. Copying Lou. Yeah. Copying <laughs> Lou. My sister hates Luann. Yeah, I feel like women don't like Luann. And women love Beth. Ariana. And Beth. And Beth. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what about, what else is happening in Vanderbump Rules Land's dance? <clears throat> so, the investigative reporters out there are trying to figure out whether Tom and Katie are not going to be staying together. 
Yeah, this is the Schwartzes, not the Cruises. Yes. <laughs> uh, so there's reports of Tom and Katie's struggles uh, come from their mutual friend, Jax Taylor, who's not the most reliable source on, well, anything, but he's still creating quite a stir with one of his latest tweets. What's up with your boy Schwartz? Marriage over? A fan asked Taylor. And he said, yeah, he dipped out of the country. He said, F this and left. Apparently going on a poker tour was more important. Now, Jax could be just joking, but uh, <laughs> it seems like a weird thing for him to joke about. And Schwartz hasn't really tweeted in over a week. Katie has tweeted, but hasn't mentioned Tom. And you have to go back to March to find a picture of Tom and her Instagram. But there's plenty of pictures of Stassi on her Instagram. Right. I did a little bit of like light brief research on Instagram myself. And it seemed like she was always with just some girls. And I noticed her left hand was never showing. Oh, no. Yeah. I swear. S to G. Uh, But also like combining this with a previous news story, they were both present at the Pride events. But from the website we were looking at, they weren't photographed together. Yeah. Also, that just, like, reminded me, like, the way that the Vanderpump Rules kids do pride, like, their social media presence is so... <laughs> like, it's like queer people don't exist. And that pride is just this, like, thing that, like, happens that involves, like, colors rain- and... Rain- rainbows. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, thank you, allies. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so Battle of the Network Stars is coming back. Andy Cohen's original little baby. Well, not original little baby. His, like, that was one of the first things he did that was bring back that. Well, yeah, he loves that back in the day, like, when it happened for Like, in the 70s or the 80s or whatever. Um, but it's coming back on ABC? Yeah. ABC's doing all these reboots of different, um, game shows and stuff like that. So who's on it, Dan, that we care about? Okay, so apparently there's, like... There seems to be at least 10 episodes or like 10 different pairings of uh, five versus five. So there's 100 cast members all together, which is Jeez. insane. I'm not sure if they're going to do like this tournament style or like how it's going to play out. But they like categorize groups of five people for like different categories. So there's like TV sitcoms, TV kids, primetime soaps, ABC stars, uh, White House shows, mm. <laughs> lawyers, variety, more ABC stars. Moms and Dads, TV Kids Again, Variety, Sex Symbols, Cops, Famous TV Families, Doctors, Troublemakers, Lifeguards, Cops, Science Fantasy. So I took note of a few people. Okay. Kim Fields. Her grand return to television after being on Real Housewives of Atlanta for one season. Yes, she's back. Misha Barton. I'm like surprised that... Last they time pulled we, her out for this. Last time we checked in with her, she, she was wasn't not well. well. Maybe this is like the mark of her grand return. Uh, or like they're <laughs> like using someone who's not well. Yeah. Marley Matlin. Queen. Queen. Mother. My mother. <laughs> <laughs> I actually watched West Wing, did you? No. Oh. I did see her on Tyler Henry last week. And Celebrity Apprentice in the past. Of course. Um, Denise Richards. Colin, it's complicated. Not my mother. Uh, I dropped it gorgeous, which oh. is actually like airing at the Alamo as we speak, and I wasn't able to get tickets for. Sad. Uh, Jack A. One of the most iconic performances on an episode of Watch what Happens Live. And also a great tweeter. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, Joanna Krupa. 
queen mother, my mother. I'm a proud Krupa Trupa. <laughs> she was actually also on Tyler Henry last week, and Roman was sitting, like, in the other room as, like, the confirmer. But apparently, like, there's news that they're separated now. Nice. Did Tyler know who she was? No. Did Tyler know who Marley was? No. Oh. I love that, like, the only person he knows who is, uh, was, uh, Candace Kane. He also knew Ice Tea and Cocoa Tea. <laughs> and Rue, which we'll get to in a, in a minute. Nick Lachey and Vanessa, Vanessa Lachey are on Joanna Krupa's team. Are you, like, a super fan of them? No, I just find it interesting that, like, they're doing this. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was it for people I cared about. There's a hundred people, though, so... One I noticed was, uh, one that stuck out to me was... Kelly Osborne, who has been doing a media tour recently and just like for what I think she has a book and she's just awful mm. like so she name drops she calls every single person that she's ever met her best friend she just like is not I do not like she's also like a known enemy of Christina Aguilera yeah so. and former enemy of Gaga that's not the that's not the right team to be on. Right. Um, so yeah, I'm not gonna watch this, but you said you might. It's like one of those summer shows. I'll like dip in in the way that I dip into Big Brother. There's been just too much going on. I'm not even. I'm, neither of us finished Orange Is the New Black. Nope. I have two episodes of Handmaid's Tale to finish. I have three, I think. Wow. Um, so yeah, it's just like there's a lot of TV in this in this world. It's hard to get it. Like it's hard. Oh yeah, to Neely watch. was like yelling at me to watch. Below deck. It's too much. Yeah, it's too much. I liked that lady on when she was on Watch What Happens Live, but that's about it. What lady? The captain. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, She's also another queer icon, I believe. <laughs> um, <laughs> Happy Pride Month, uh, Brendan. Tell us what's going on with Teresa. Okay, so sorry for all you tree huggers out there, but. <laughs> Sources claim in the new issue of Us Weekly that Teresa Giudice has embarked on a romance with a New Jersey businessman. A Teresa insider adds that the Turning the Tables author, quote, <laughs> hasn't visited Joe in prison for a few months. And Kim, Kim D, D has her grubby hands all over this. It insists that is that this has been going on for at least a few months. She says... They've been pretty cozy, I'm going to say, in the last five months. <laughs> um, she also said, I think Teresa's every right to go out and find someone else. She should leave Joe. So uh, Teresa's attorney, who I'm surprised that's not the guy. I think it's the guy. No. Businessman. No, but I feel like he's into her, but she's not into him. Yeah. The attorney. Uh, but he says... Uh, his client vehemently denies these allegations. They are 1,000% false and have been manufactured by attention-seeking lowlifes who have no moral compass. The only man in Teresa's life is Joe Giudice. Period. End of story. I believe Kim D. Yeah. Just kidding. There's no reason. No, I know. <laughs> Whatever like, happened to like the dead bodies that showed up on, in her like burned-out car? Well, I think the posh fashion show was a fundraiser for the victims or oh. someone involved in that so we'll see more on this year's show holy shit i know they're gonna acknowledge this like two people died i know 
They've acknowledged far worse. True. Um, actually, not far worse, but they've acknowledged other bad deaths. Things. <laughs> yeah. Um, I actually read a blind item on my favorite website, AGC main page blind items. Oh yeah, you um, and Alex always send me the craziest stuff from that. There. Said that this wasn't true, but there's a man in LA that has been trying to woo Teresa slash she still texts him or something like that. All the way in LA? Yeah. Because I'm sure she was out there for like to do like Access Hollywood or mm-hmm. like uh, Extra Extra with Mario. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So we'll see. I believe it. Yeah. I'm, uh, I've flip-flopped like four times. Just I know. <laughs> uh, so this actually harkens back to our episode last week. Yeah, if you've missed that, go tune in. Um, we had an excellent guest on, um, friend of the show, Daniel Daddario. Just Dan Daddario to his friends. Oh, my Dan. <laughs> his Facebook name is, name is Dan. No, but on Twitter it says Daniel. True. Okay, so he, we have a few things to talk about RuPaul. Yeah. So, first of all, Dan's uh, Time Magazine piece, an interview with RuPaul, is a pretty good read. Yeah, good interview, which, like, Rue doesn't always give the best interviews, because it's, like, Christina Aguilera talking points, like, says the same thing to every interviewer. But Rue dips back into, like, those old talking points about, like, how kids these days... There was less of that than usual. Yeah. He actually spoke positively on, like, the youth, because he said, like, how culture changed like under the bush administration that's why like drag wasn't a big thing then Mm -hmm. and then like during the rise of obama like drag race came out yeah but he said some things about like weird things about how like there are young people who are gonna like find out real quick that they need to change like their ways Mm -hmm. which is just like so typical rue like yeah like being this like weird not weird, but like this progressive icon in one way, but like in another way, just like not really listening. And defending Bill Maher. And oh, <laughs> defending Bill Maher. I forgot about that part. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, uh, Rue also got the cover of Entertainment Weekly this week. I was about to say this month. Yeah. It's like their pride. <laughs> it's Entertainment Weekly. Yeah. It's their pride issue. issue. Um, past people who've appeared, uh, Laverne Cox's The Empire State Building. That's the only one I remember. But it was Rue, which Rue rarely does like a new photo shoot in drag. Yeah. And this seemed new unless I haven't seen it before. Well, I mean, it seems to be like a theme because it was like red, right, red, white, and Rue. And it was Rue behind like a podium, podium. with a megaphone. Yeah. So, cool. Um, but the, the real <laughs> kicker is there was a Hollywood Reporter roundtable with a cast of characters, including RuPaul, Leah Remini, Sally Salsano, who is the executive producer of Jersey Shore. Yeah, and also the creator of The Real. Yeah. And like a million reality shows. Um, I feel bad because I'm going to... W. Kamau Bell. Okay. And Kris Jenner. Yeah. And at least three of those people, arguably four... Like, came out of our brains to be together. Yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely four for my brain. Yeah. Because I'm, like, a, a bigger Jersey Shore fan than you are, I would say. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was funny seeing, like, Rue, Leah, 
and W. Kamau speak like have interesting takes in reality television and culture and mm-hmm. like what's going on in society and then Chris Jenner being like everyone relates to some member in my family oh my god I know <laughs> it was also very interesting because Leah and Chris Jenner have both been on one of Rue's shows Leah was a a drag race judge and mm-hmm. uh, Chris was a drag you judge <gasps> I didn't know that. I didn't watch every episode of drag Rail. you did not every episode but I think it was first season when I was like in, oh. it was like a Kardashian themed makeover mm. challenge. That show was so bizarre. Yeah, I didn't like it. Like making over straight women as drag queens. <laughs> okay. Um, but also, I guess to end the Rue train, Rue was on Hollywood Medium just the other night. Oh, did you watch? Yeah, you didn't see it? I haven't. So Tyler Henry obviously knew who Rue was. Mm-hmm. Uh, and. This is, like, canon to RuPaul's Drag Race, Rue, Paul, stories in general. Because Rue was super emotional. Like, why? Because his mom came through, mm-hmm. and his dad came through, mm-hmm. and, like, he has a lot of feelings about both. Okay. I, and, like, if you listen to the podcast, you know, like, all different What's kinds of stories team? about, like, his mom and his dad, and, like, this is, like... Definitely required listening. Required watching if you're, like, all caught up on that. Or if, like, you know, like, the Rusical. Yeah. the story of RuPaul's life. (laughs) Uh, So, yeah. Catch that. Tyler Henry's been bringing it with the guests. Next week, Lisa Vanderpump, uh, Allison Janney, and there was, like, one more person of note. Casey Musgraves. Oh, yeah. That's not the person of (laughs) note. Well, that's why it's important to me. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Because I like all those people. Yeah. I'm a West Wing watcher. Um, and also Allison Janney was in Drop Dead Gorgeous. Uh, so let's take a quick break and we'll be back with Drag Race and the various Housewives shows. Cool. All right, we're back and it's time for Drag Race. What a good episode. Uh, oh, really? Yeah? I don't... I like... Never liked these final episodes before the finale. I'm liking them now that they've started doing this kind of challenge. Oh, yeah. Well, this challenge is definitely much better than what they used to do. Like, this this one is instantly iconic. It's almost as iconic as Redo Wrote Ryu can possibly join the ranks. It's hard to do that because, like, there's a lot of baggage when, when there's, like, all-stars. Right, yeah. But, like, it was a very similar type of challenge. They had to do a verse in RuPaul's song and also do this choreographed thing. And they also had to give an interview for What's the Tea? Which, that was another fascinating thing because, like, RuPaul was in track, which... Oh, I didn't notice that. Yeah, you're right. And did you notice that the Emmy was placed... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Someone, like, (laughs) tweeted that. But I like it much better than the Tic Tac dinners they used to have. Same, because Michelle's there. Yeah. Um, When I said that that the Emmy was there, Jamie Missy was like... Are there Easter eggs like this in every episode? <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, the episode, compared to other final episodes before the finale, was a good episode. I agree with you in that regard. Right. Um, one thing I don't like is when they do 
like a uh, quote unquote lip sync for your life uh, with like four people. Four people. It's even horrible with three. It's like it's like trying to dance up in the club. <laughs> like surat like there's no room. There's no there's when no was room the last for antics. time that you've been like up in the club. <laughs> Years. <laughs> um but yeah, I, I don't like those lip syncs. It's got to be like one on one. Definitely, one hundred percent. But let's. So I guess they don't do that because then, like, whoever makes it to the top three, if there is a top three, is like clearly the person who's not, like in the worst shape. Right. Exactly. Let's talk about um, first of all before we talk about what happened at the end of the episode. Let's talk about uh, the performance category. Is. Category is. Who was your favorite? Immediately, like, I, I felt like Shay was a step above everyone in her performance. I know you think differently. I yeah. know what you have Oh, to no, say. you finish your thought, and then I'll say um, From the moment she started, there was a moment, like, at the very beginning of her performance where she started, like, just, she started dancing backwards, and I was like, holy shit. She's, like, doing this dance backwards in heels, and then, like, the bat was everything to me. Mm-hmm. And just, like, I think... But what's the point of the bat? It's a prop for a dance. What's oh. the point of anything? <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, no, I thought Shay. I know you think Sasha. Yes. And I've been rooting for Sasha since I can't say since the beginning because I wasn't paying attention. I know. No, no one was rooting for Sasha at the beginning. Um, but I've been rooting for Sasha. I think since the news challenge. I mean, so. It's, like, so weird, because, like, when you look back on the season, Sasha actually had so many great moments. Mm-hmm. Like, mat- match game, and... Snatch game? Snatch... <laughs> Snatch game, and, like, all the... Pride the- episode, which I think she should have won. The, the gayest ball ever. Oh, yeah. Well, I think she should have won the sister episode. Where they have to, like, dress up the crew. Oh, same. Yeah, there's so many episodes she should have won. Yeah. So, like, she's been doing very well. But, like, despite all that, I thought she, like, exceeded expectations for her part of the performance. Right. I loved when she crawled Yeah, the from... crawl, the the dancing on the... I love a dance on the chair. Mm-hmm. She, uh, she the, the, the... The lyrics, I thought, were great, too. Yeah. The lift... Was very Katya. When she was like with the hands and like. That was really good. I just felt like it like it really stood out. Yeah. I thought this performance, all four of them were pretty strong. Yeah. Unlike Read You Wrote You where like the Roxy Andrews part is the yeah. joke. Yeah. 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 So yeah. Um, but for the final looks, who do you thought had the best final look? And I have a lot of opinions on this. Um, oh my god, I can only think of Peppermints right now. Oh yeah, I'll share my my opinions then. Peppermints looked like, remember Chad Michaels, like, first First lady, lady, grandma, presidential Uh look? Like, like, that is not a final look. Yeah, and it was almost, the, like, hoop was too big. It looked very, like, matronly. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. Shay used reuse that wig from the sister challenge true yes. which i thought was like 
so boring. So, like, you can't win best look based off of that. Yeah. And then... Trinity's was great. Trinity's was the best one. Yes. Because, like, we, she's a pageant queen, like, this and that. And we haven't seen a pageant look. And she brought her pageant look mm-hmm. for the final look. Agreed. Back chains... <laughs> I don't even remember. Did you rehearse that? No. <laughs> and I don't even remember um, Sasha's final look, though. I think it was like just harken back to. Oh, her. it was another it was stupid like crown thing. No, it was like it was like the the purple dress with a crown. Right. Did it have like a big a flower? Big, big on flower. It? flower. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I feel like she like it's like something she's already done. Right, but I think like when you, you say your best drag, you're supposed to do something like that represents you the most. But I think it needs to be like. To like represents you, but also to another level. And mm-hmm. I thought Trinity's did that. Right. Um, so that's why I think like the top four is very justified. Like there being a top four. Mm-hmm. Because if you like, if you look at that, just this week's episode, it would be very hard to decide somebody to send away. Mm, I mean, the consensus is it would have been Peppermint. Right, but I mean like. She still was pretty strong, at least, like, she was strong in general. Well, see, what I think that's underappreciated for Peppermint is she brought really great lip syncs Mm -hmm. when she was in the bottom two. Right. So, like, despite the fact that she was in the bottom two a bunch of times. Yeah, there was something really weird going on with uh, Shay's boobs. Oh, my God. Yeah. Like... In that final look. It looked like they were blurred out, but they weren't, and it it was like... It looked like... There fabric was connected to her skin. Straw down there that was kept on moving around or yeah, something. Yeah, that fi- her final look was not good. Right. Um, um. So, who are you rooting for? I think I'm rooting for Sasha, but I have been. Mm-hmm. I am pretty much rooting for. Trinity. Mm-hmm. But we're not gonna spoil anything. But Brendan and I both read spoilers. Yeah. We read like d- don't go to Reddit, it's a landmine. Yeah. But also like you guys are in for a treat for the finale. Yeah. I mean like I don't mind reading spoilers because what has brought me joy this year watching it is watching my good friends like watch the show for the first time so it's nice um i don't mind reading spoilers because like this isn't like the world's greatest tale like (laughs) like my life will go on that i know what's gonna happen (laughs) oh my god that's dan's review of drag race this isn't the world's greatest tale um let's Move on to Potomac? <laughs> Definitely not the world's greatest tale. <laughs> I thought there were some good things about this week's episode. I mean, though. we're on vacation, and, like, when we're on vacation, it's supposed to be, like... Explosive. The greatest moments of our life. Right. Okay, so I think the first thing that they do wrong, that New York does right. New York, they always stay in the same fucking house together. And yeah. So that is optimal time for craziness to happen, because when you're... In, like, a house party or, like, something like that, you're getting more loopy. You're, like, letting loose. The space is yours. Shared kitchen. You're sharing a kitchen. Like, we wouldn't have Don't Be Uncool if we didn't have a shared kitchen. If, like, a man wasn't, like, roaming through the bedrooms. Yeah. 
So, they're in Bermuda. They're in different hotel rooms. And, like, Charisse is so proud of her big suite. But, like, to me it looks so, like... The bed is upstairs, like, with a very low ceiling, and it's, like, very dark. And, like, there is a kitchen, but it's, like, very Karen Huger's home kitchen <laughs> with the white appliances. Needs a little update. Yeah. Like, this isn't, like, five star. Right. I would it's say like it's, like, three and a half star. Three and a half, yeah. And they're fighting about the dumbest shit. Like, who's, like, Karen versus Cherise. Who's hosting? Who's hosting? Who the fuck cares? Who cares? Bravo's hosting, you ding-dongs. I've never, like, I've never once, in New York, or even, like, Beverly Hills, I've never remembered who was hosting. Yeah. Though, I mean, we know Bethany's hosting this upcoming Mexico trip, but who cares? Like, no one actually cares. Right, once you get there, it doesn't matter. I will say that is some place that Beverly Hills could also improve. They should put them all in a house together. Yeah, they don't do that. They go to, like, suites. Yeah, they mostly, yeah, like in Dubai, Dubai. and uh, da, 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 Hong Kong. Yeah. So, yeah, th- that's a Ooh. great recommendation. Put them all oh my in God. the same house. Everyone, let's talk to Andy. Like, what Atlanta, they- remember the thing, the biggest fight, the Kim Field season? They were all staying in the same in house. That crazy remember, house was- with, like, that FOH who was, like, running around the house like a lunatic and, and had to be banned. Yeah. God, oh my God, get Andy on the horn. We just fix Potomac for you. Yes. And Beverly Hills. Um, Karen, like, plans a side trip for Monique and Giselle. Another no-no. Don't break them up. Yeah, don't break them up. I mean, though I will say, I was compelled by that scene. Well, yeah, because I, like, I want this fight between the two of them to be over because it's based off of nothing. Right. Like, have a real fight if you're going to have a fight. Um, and then, oh, well, uh, I liked how Karen called out the fact that she was going to wear an Asa caftan. Asa from, I don't even know the name of the show. Shots of Sunset. Shots of Sunset. (laughs) (laughs) Um, but then that dinner that they were all at, can like, we get the producers on the phone because it was so poorly lit. Like the sun was shining and like everyone was like cast in shadows. Like, is this amateur hour? This is season two, people. I don't know. I mean, there were some positive things. Like, Monique and Giselle, when they find out that they've been surprised bitched by Karen, they gave them split-screen eye rolls. As oh, yes, that was good. That was good. Which was good. <laughs> um, someone called Karen the wife of the broke Bill Gates oh. because of her thing last season. Um, Charisse, when she arrived at the airport wanted to tip the guy and like claimed she only had 50s so tipped the guy $50 but she was like pulled up in a Prius it was like a Lyft driver like yeah. can't you tip in app tip in the app sure I, Charisse like anytime that mouth opens up I just like my blood boils <laughs> she's like my least favorite housewife of all time really she's she thinks she's like the star of the show I think this ta- this is like what we talked about last week, where these people come in have ar- after already watching Real Housewives, yeah, and like th- acting like they think they should act and trying to f- do their own narratives, but it like doesn't work. I did want to bring up before we close out the end of the episode. They pulled this shit again. Karen talking to the producers. Oh my god, with the producer title card. Yes, yes, like it's. 
it's like good, but the fact that they have to like keep including producer conversations into the show is like yeah. not a good sign. And they continue to play that Giselle clip from Watch What Happens Live. Yeah. <laughs> like the Bravo universe apparently includes the Watch Club What Happens House. Live. Oh my god, I would love an episode where like Dorinda, like part of her storyline for that episode is going to film Watch What Happens Live just to see what happens. Um, uh, and then the only last thing I had to say is next week in the previews, we see Ashley drinking a Corona. She's <laughs> Our drink of choice. <laughs> with a Corona. Yeah, I mean, the vacation's not done. There's still hope. But... Yeah, they go on a boat cruise. That's a great, that's a great place for things to happen. Round them up. They can't get off the boat. Unless it's like that iconic Laguna Beach screenshot that appears on like Twitter all the time. Like, I don't know. Where it's like, I think Heidi and Spencer left. And then someone's like, we're on a boat. <laughs> I, I actually, like, I've never seen that in my life. Um, yeah. <clears throat> okay, let's move over to where the professionals are doing their thing. Showing the queens what's what. Showing the queens what's what in New York City. And by professionals, I mean everyone but Sonia. Oh, yeah. So we open with Sonia. So why don't you get to that? Her storylines this year seem so staged. Yeah. Like, like you could almost catch, like, Bravo handing Frenchie the check, like, as the scene ends. Right. Like, we open with Sonia and Tinsley and Frenchie in Sonia's <laughs> kitchen. And Frenchie is in a suit making breakfast. Mm -hmm. And Sonia walks in in her, like... Lady of the house gown. It almost right feels down. like they filmed this at like three o'clock in the afternoon. Yeah. And like he wa he walked in from like his cater waiter job. Oh my god. <laughs> um Yeah, it, it just seems very staged. And even like down to Tinsley like saying like eggs a la Francais. As if she was there. That was two seasons, y'all. Heather Thompson was three, two, three, two. Heather Thompson was still Two or the show. Three seasons, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's ridiculous. Yeah. And she still, like, has brown eyes. Also, have you noticed on social media, she's, like, making jokes about that? Like, she's proud of the brown eyes? Yeah. And didn't she, like, pop up on Watch Women's Live the other night? She was unwell. Wasted. <laughs> like, wasted, wasted. Oh, and, song. and you know how Bravo, like, these days is only doing like a six minute after show. It's like not long like it used to be oh, anymore. okay, yeah, yeah. This one was like 14 minutes. Oh. And she showed up on, um... Craig Conover's episode? Yeah, but I was gonna say, we we are friends slash acquaintances with someone who works on Watch Happens mm -hmm. Live, and Sonia was like all over his Instagram story and that sort of thing, just like oh. wasted. I didn't catch that. And do you know how he hired her last year for his birthday and she did the cabriolet? Oh, yes, I yeah, do know yeah, that, yeah. yes. It was, like, it was like part two. <laughs> um, so let's go to Bethany's. So Bethany is throwing a party for six people and has like a team of 20 setting it up. And she was like, I loved my Christmas party last year. And it flashed back to like them talking about like the caviar girl. And I was like, oh, great party. Like, yeah. Um, this party's so classy. There's she, caviar again. She came for Dorinda. Yeah, like, speaking ill of the Berkshires, like, calling it homey, and this is the city, and this is classy. 
Ugh. I'll take the Berkshires any day of the week. Um, I will say, Dorinda looked like beautiful and adorable walking into <laughs> Bethany's party. She was dressed like Santa Claus, Mrs. Mrs. Claus. Claus. Um, A role normally taken by uh, her sister, Melinda. That's Me- true. Not Medley. I was about to say Mer- Melinda Medley, as if like they all married into the Medley family. <laughs> um, 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 and she was so cute asking the chef to help her open the oysters and she was like oh, sort that of was hitting really cute. Him. I she can do no wrong. She truly I she's the best that we have. Yeah. Right? Like we I mean we love Shannon Bador, but like Shannon Bador could do wrong. Right. Though even when she's wrong, she's so <laughs> right. <laughs> um and then, like, the whole luge thing. Like, this was, like, a skinny girl commercial. I sort of loved the luge because Carol was, like, so Getting into away. it. <laughs> and then there was a shot of Tinsley trying it, and she was, like, choking. Oh, yes. <laughs> Bethany waterboarded Tinsley. Oh. oh. Um, we need to talk about, while that was going on. Oh, the, the Ramona and the teens. Well, they're not teens. They're like 21, 22. It was at like whatever restaurant, one of the restaurants in the Dream Hotel. You can like tell by the circles and the the circular windows. Mm. The one downtown. Okay. Um, Avery Singer, for the first time, she said a couple things where I was like, Ugh. What did she say? The thing she said where she was like, I literally called... Pellegrino water growing oh, up. Oh yeah, that was a knock. And her friend was like, I always loved going to your house because you guys had water that was bottled or like something yeah, yeah. weird like that. Um, but I still have hope for Avery. We all slip up a little bit. I think she's like hanging out with the wrong crowd. Those girls all look so like... It was her high school friends who all grew up on the Upper East Side. Yeah. So I'm sure she went away and found some like great friends in college who were normal. We just want the best for you, Avery. You should come hang out with us. Yeah. Actually, don't. That's weird. We're like old men. No, she's like a year older than my sister. Okay. Like all my sister wants to do is hang out with us. Really? Yeah. She wants to see Prada. We should go see Prada. Yeah. I haven't seen Prada in I know. Ages. That's why I was bringing up Pride Weekend. Hello. Oh, Pride Weekend. um okay what else all right like so while the bethany party's going on and the ramona going to see prada during pride is going to be miserable but we've done that before have we yeah okay continue um while the bethany party was going on and while ramona was hanging out with the kids like there was a weird flashback party that they were flashing back to as if it aired in a prior episode but it was just like Oh, they it filmed like it, the, but there wasn't enough stuff to air. Except I thought there was enough stuff, because when Dorinda was, like, drunkenly screaming at Ramona mm-hmm. about, like, how she treated the house, like, the year before with the dog shitting all over the place and then ripping off the lights on like, the wall. Like, get you a man who loves you as much as Dorinda loves Bluestone Man. Yes. She said, next year I should just give you, I should just put gasoline in your room and you can burn the house down. That line had me on the floor. I was dead. Uh, Um, But also, um, like, Ramona explaining, taking down the lights. She's like, there were these lights. And, like, instead of just unplugging it, I was just in this rage and I just 
rip them down. And it was like her explaining around the fact that there were production, production lights, lights yeah. allegedly. No, it's definite. <laughs> like we solved the case. Okay. Um, what else? The wedding. The wedding. Let's go to the wedding. So Dorinda is the star of this wedding. Um, the debrief where she sort of went through everything. Well, talking to Ramona, where Ramona's like, I want all the deets. Yeah. All the deets. Ramona, uh, Dorinda talking about how, like, she kept on forgetting that she had to do things for the wedding. Like, she forgot to do, buy plane tickets. She forgot to show up on time to, like, the morning of. Yeah. Like, when they're getting ready for the wedding. She showed up drunk. Well, she she was mid-Bloody Mary, as she described it. <laughs> as she got, like, the call or the text saying, where are you? Uh, queen. Um, we see Jill at Lou's wedding again, just for a split second. But none of the other housewives that were there. I was Cynthia, expecting to see Marisol. Marisol. Um, Kelly, Kaloran. There was a good uh, sit-down interview, whatever, confessional that... Lou had where she just goes, ha I'm here. I made it. Mwah. Like kissing the, the rings. Yes. It looks, like, <laughs> it looks like she's flicking off the camera, but it's like her wedding ring fingers. Kiss the ring, honey. Um, and then I thought like that Marilyn Monroe impersonator that popped out of the cake. I thought it was Amanda Laporte for a minute. What, could you Im- <laughs> actually, I could imagine because, uh, Luann like shows up at like weird, like paper magazine parties. So she's, definitely been around mm-hmm. um people like amanda um so dorinda also during the debrief with ramona said that she didn't want to go to any more parties for Leanne and tom and she didn't have a celebration left into me in her i love that Luann and tom held a party for the people that they didn't invite to the wedding the one at the end of this episode yeah but we'll get to that <clears throat> in a little bit well we have bethany and carol, carol. stomping around chinatown which Bethany needs to know that she is insensitive. Yes. <laughs> and, like... We're in another world. Yeah, she... Uh, I hate it. Um, they did go to dim sum, which is yummy. Have you ever been to, like, one of those dim sum places that's in, like, those large ballrooms? Yeah. Do you like it? I feel like the one I went to must have been, like, a super hardcore one. Because there was a lot of things that were, like... I don't know about this. Oh, I went to another one, but you have to like know what you're doing. Exactly. Like, but I was with people who knew what they were doing. Oh, okay. But like, but they knew too well. Like they wanted like the intestine. Oh yeah. No, no, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I wanted them to go with someone who like knows what they're doing, but like will get me the stuff that I like. Um, I like when they were in the ice cream place and the, they were like trying things and <laughs> the attendant like sort of dragged either Bethany or Carol when they asked, what's blueberry lavender? And oh, yeah. Attended, it was just blueberry with lavender. Yeah, yeah, it was Carol. But I feel like you must have really identified with that scene. Why? As a former Cold Stone employee. True. Of the month. Yes, true. <laughs> um, then we get, if you want to leave Chinatown and go back yeah, to Upper East Side. Um, there's a more, a more stage Sony and Frenchie. Frenchie all of a sudden wants to move in. His suitcase is in the bedroom. And he needs the bedroom rearranged and they were gonna move the bed to that alcove area let me tell you something if you follow sonia morgan on instagram stories or snapchat they didn't move the damn bed (laughs) so i know this is staged also let me tell you something when she's talking about 
him wanting kids and he brings up adoption and she throws herself on the floor. Oh I actually did laugh. <laughs> <laughs> and she did the like, I shouldn't have kissed him. It was too intimate. Yeah, yeah, like she's like Julia Roberts in Pretty Woman or something. <laughs> um, and then we're at the party. Oh my god, this party. I Luke. love that Bethany showed up first and was just standing in that scary ass room. It's like the basement. It reminded me of like <clears throat> a ballroom that is never used at like a Holiday Inn Express. Like, something that's there, but, like, literally no one ever uses it. Like, the staging area was, like, right in plain sight next to, like, some weird computer thing. And there were, like, two tables. And, like, that weird-ass ugly carpet. Carpet. Ugh. And, like, the low ceilings. Ugh. Lou, what were you thinking? Ugh. They should have had it, like, at the penthouse. Doesn't he have, like, a terrace on the penthouse? Yeah, but... Oh, but it's wintertime. But it was a warm winter, remember? True, but it seemed like they all had coats. Um, I loved Bethany's outfit, by the way. I loved Dorinda's outfit. Oh my god, Dorinda's outfit. I texted you and Alex last night and no and radio silence. Well, we were behind. <laughs> we had a late dinner. It was like a late start. Um, Luann talking about Tom and saying that all these women like were lined up to um, be with him. And she said, I didn't cut in the line. Wait. I just cut the line. No, what she said made no sense. She's like, I didn't cut the line. I, I just, just cut the line. She, I, I was like in the line. I don't, I don't even know. know. <laughs> and then he like choked her and kissed her. Oh my god. <laughs> and then she like defended on Watch Up and Slide. Like, oh, it's just like passionate. Oh. <laughs> um, let me tell you one thing. I ship... Chavery. <laughs> I knew you were going to bring this up next. Chad and Avery. Well, Chad is 23. And Avery, Avery is, is 22. 22. <laughs> and Tinsley is Making 46. Out. 46? 45. 40-something. 40 Making out with Chad. I thought she was 41. Okay. Or but that. even so. And Carol made the point that, like... The age difference is similar to her. Yeah. And Adam. Yeah. And Carol made the point that, like... Carol doesn't... This goes into my Carol fan fiction that I was having a couple weeks ago. Where Carol doesn't, like, want to settle down and, like, do that. Oh, yeah. He moved out in this episode, too. We didn't even talk about that. Yeah. But they're, they're, I think they're still together. Oh, yeah. But uh, Carol's eventually going to become, like, the aunt figure. Stop. <laughs> I hate this fan fiction. It's so sad. Um, no, but I truly ship Chavery. And I think it should happen. John Creepy on Carol... Love it. He wants to shrink the dress. Oh my god. <sighs> uh, Ramona's friend Jim. Uh, yeah, was that someone she brought or someone she met? She brought. Okay. I so was... she brought a date with her daughter. Yeah, daughter and a date. Date and a daughter. <laughs> um, Tom, the, the speech that happened was... One of my favorite moments. Acknowledging true friends and family. This season so far. <laughs> Just like that happening. Tom like acknowledging I made it nice. The conversation that was happening between Carol and Tinsley and Bethany with like Dorinda. Dorinda's speech. And like. Well Dorinda's speech with the flashback to Dorinda's speech last year. With Jules in oh the scene. God. And I screamed when Jules was there. Because this is like the one year anniversary of when we met her. 
Oh my god, to the week. <laughs> yes, exactly. It was three days ago, one year ago. Ex- the day of the Tonys, <laughs> yes. Oh my god. Ugh. So, that's it. And I thought it was a good fucking Good episode, episode great episode. Especially yeah. coming off of like, you would think coming off of the Berkshires we'll get like a lull. No. We got Lou's friggin' wedding. It was a mishmash, but it was like a great mis- great mishmash. Great mishmash, yeah. Every scene brought something to the table. Actually, truly every scene. Every scene. There wasn't a bad yeah. scene. I wrote like a novel of notes. Professionals. Yeah. Take notes, other ladies. Don't put them in hotel rooms. Put them in the same house. <laughs> yes. Let them go crazy. Okay. Freak of the week and the one true queen. Okay. So as you mentioned, Luann and Jill were on Watch What Happens Live. Together. Together. Jill's first time since the one-on-one, which I think they like were re-airing recently and we... And Alex and I rewatch, and it was like scarier than you remember it. Oh my god, I need to check. That you do, out. you really do. Um, in the after show, they got to talking about Jill and the inauguration and Trump. And she was like, "I w- I wasn't." No, she said, "I went to the inauguration. I wasn't at the White House. I went to the bipartisan." It was like she was she was trying to distance herself from him but then like Lou jumped in <laughs> and just like mentioned that they're they've been at Mar-a-Lago recently and then like Andy it was funny seeing Andy like counter them he's like oh Mar-a-Lago that dump yeah <laughs> and like Jill was like no it's heaven on earth or like something <laughs> crazy and that it's got the best tennis courts in the world and I love tennis you know that I love and tennis. then like no, and they were talking about no golf and Andy golf. was like he's always down there golfing now no, and she's then, like now she's in he's in Bernardsville yeah, which is not like where my parents live. Oh my god. Not on like Trump Golf Course, which is in the town. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what have we found out here that Dan's parents live on one of Trump's golf courses? Um, but yeah, that was... But oh yeah, so that, she's like, oh yeah, I golf too. And then she's like, uh, Allie, aren't I a great golfer? The best. Allie looks exactly the same like as she did season one. It's crazy. And like Avery's now a woman. Yeah. From being a child. Yeah. Pellegrino. <laughs> it's that Pellegrino water, baby. <laughs> <laughs> All right, who are one true queens? So as we go into the reunion and then the finale of RuPaul's Drag Race Season yeah, 9. The home stretch. I will say our four queens four are true queens. the top four. And in my opinion, they are the strongest top four that we've ever had. Yeah. Because it's not like one person coming for the crown they're all contenders it's not one person coming for the crown they're all contenders yes <laughs> i was like they're all coming for the crown <laughs> yeah, exactly they're all coming for it uh, equally so yeah there are four true queens good luck ladies don't fuck it up don't fuck it up <laughs> uh that's it for this week so subscribe to us, iTunes, Google Play, yeah. leave a review. We love a review. Or like tell a fellow Bravo fan. Yeah. Tag them. Tag them. Tell them to come through. Um, you can follow us on Twitter or Facebook or Instagram. We'll let you know when the episode drops. Um, we also um, would love to hear from you. Uh, we may be doing... A future episode involving the LGBTQ friends of the Real Housewives in honor of Pride. So we want to hear your thoughts 
call us using 717-47-FREAK. That's 717-47-FREAK. Yeah. Uh, so where can we find you online? You can find me at not Brendan On the newly revised Twitter. On the newly revised Twitter. Um, I feel like I need a new like profile pic for the moment. Do you want me to take one right now? No. <laughs> yeah, and my like prodigy major <laughs> old edition. Um, and you can find Dan at IDK IDK to check out his new profile picture. Yeah. So like, comment, subscribe, or share, retweet. Love us, love us. Please retweet. See you next week. See you next week. Bye. Come through, Queen. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you.